0: All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. One of those issues is finding motivated sellers. Yes, this is probably the number one problem that I hear. Dave, how do I locate motivated sellers so I can wholesale properties for huge profits? Well, not to worry. One of my favorite ways to locate motivated sellers is by driving for dollars. When I drive for dollars and I do it several times a week, I like using the Deal Machine app. Why? Because it's my favorite app and it makes driving for dollars super easy and fun. How does it work, you're probably asking. Well, as you're driving around looking for properties that are distressed, like for example, tall grass, broken or boarded up windows in need of major landscaping, broken down cars in the driveway, tarps on the roof, or just roofs that look really old, gutters falling off, paint chipping away or peeling or anything else that would lead you to believe that the house or the seller is distressed. This app helps you keep track of the addresses so you can plot several of these properties from your phone all while driving. Furthermore, this app has the ability to send direct mail to these property owners and you can even skip trace these owners in real time and call and text them while you are in front of their property. I absolutely love this app, and I use it several times a week. Check it out for yourself. Go to Deal Machine in the App Store and download it. They offer a 14-day free trial, but don't forget to use the promo code DPI, and you will get up to $40 worth of free script tracing and mail credits again use promo code dpi and go download this today you will not regret it i absolutely love it welcome to the discount property investor podcast where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the Discount Property Investor way. Thanks for tuning in.
1: All right, Discount Property Investors, welcome back. This is episode number 11, Planning for Your Freedom. I'm your host, Mike Slane, with co-host David Dodge and Bill Merritt joining us today today. Uh, Bill is going to tell us a little bit about planning, Uh, it's one of his areas of expertise. I wanted to say uh, please feel free to check us out online at uh, discountpropertyinvestor.com or or you can visit the freewholesalecourse.com to learn a little bit more about wholesaling. Uh, Bill thanks for joining us, you want to go ahead and get started with your story? Pleasure,
2: especially since I had to walk all the way down from the other side of the building here. It was quite an effort. But No, I appreciate you guys having me in. I'm excited to what we're doing as a company. I'm very excited to hear what these guys are putting together for our uh, national coaching and training uh, podcast and, and uh, mentoring, etc. So we have a lot of good skills and a lot of smart people that can help people get started from beginning all the way through to becoming a very successful business. So. Looking forward to uh, helping uh, the process and helping some of the folks around the country. So uh, I'll do a quick intro on myself, a little bit about my background. We'll talk about what I call the uh, freedom date and freedom number, how I've used planning and uh, mentoring, coaching, and my mentors to get started in real estate and actually to uh, plan myself right out of my own job, which I did a few (laughs) years ago. So because of that plan, I'm able to sit here in this room today because I choose to, not because I have to. So anyway, my name is Bill Merritt. Um, I uh, am the older, elder statesman of the company. So I've been in corporate America most of my career. My background is in uh, sales and marketing, uh, mainly startup companies through IPO. I grew up in the 80s, came through college in the 80s, got a marketing business degree from uh, Southwest Missouri State, uh, now now known as, as a Missouri and Southern University, I believe. We could change the name. Anyway, got so, Southwest Missouri State. Southwest Missouri State. That's Missouri State. It's Missouri State. That's State. my oh, so. alma mater too, man. Well, actually, All okay. right, alumni okay. brother. So man. I am definitely a, okay. a marketing. Uh, marketing was the easiest uh, college degree I could find, so I got mm-hmm. a, a major in marketing, business management. Always been more of an entrepreneurial spirit, but I got caught into the uh, corporate world right out of college. The problem was then they were paying so much darn money um, as a sales <laughs> guy when computers were just coming out. If you could walk and talk, you could get a computer job. So I got a computer software sales job uh, right out of college, basically. So in the uh, mid-80s, I started selling software, made a bunch of money. I uh, had a lot of fun for 20-some-odd years in corporate America. As I said, did some startup companies, was able to take companies, help take companies from startup to public companies. Unfortunately, I was never able to cash in myself. I was able to make some other folks quite wealthy. You know who you are if you're watching in the in the video. Anyway, just kidding. But we actually learned a lot. So we learned a lot about uh, corporate planning, taking a concept and idea, believing in it, and executing. And I've had my mentors help me believe and execute, and we'd like to do the same in real estate. So, 25 uh, year corporate guy, about uh, eight years ago, I started dabbling in real estate. So, I always enjoyed buying and selling my own properties. Didn't know what that guy was doing. Got some of the video courses uh, shipped at midnight, like, like all my guys here mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so I can do this heck if this guy on the radio can do it I can do it too so made a few mistakes but anyway I, I, I kinda followed the rich dad poor dad concept which was I knew I was doing everything wrong I was definitely corporate Joe total debt going nowhere uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses and the Joneses were winning so I had a lot of uh, a lot of expenses the bank owned a lot of property I didn't <laughs> I, so everything I owned was really uh, I was trading my time for things So I realized I was backwards. So I read Rich Dad Poor Dad back in, uh, what was that, probably around the year 2000, 2002. Decided to get into real estate investing, which is a better use of money versus uh, getting car loans. Mm -hmm. So switched my whole life around and got kind of lucky. I actually uh, downsized right before the 2008 crash, which was a good move. So that started to fund my real estate career. good timing. So I did some part-time stuff, sold my house, got rid of some bad debt lake houses and jet skis and things I didn't need. And then uh, really started focusing on building my portfolio. Uh, my corporate background being in business development and planning, um, I learned a lot about having a solid plan that you believe in that you can execute on, generally a one, three, or five-year plan. So I used those same, same concepts and I was able to build a plan for a three-year escape. It was actually a five-year plan and I was able to replace a six-figure salary Uh, plus bonuses and commissions in just real estate passive income and active income which I'll talk about here shortly so the idea is the plan and execution can work if it works for me it can work for anyone Uh, and there's different strategies based on where you are in life if you're a young guy just getting started you have no money we have a plan for you if you're a corporate guy hate your job there's a
1: way out if you are a senior person there's a way out yeah Bill's pretty modest but I mean he just mentioned something that's really huge uh, he just said he replaced his corporate income, what was it, you said in? in six the figures. Six figure income in how long though? Three years. In three years. So again, I mean, there's, there's it's a pretty awesome story. I mean, he's it's, very it's yeah. humble about it, but it's, it's pretty impressive stuff, so. So it is, you.
2: Uh, it is motivational. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a mot- motivational speaker, but I do get excited about topics I believe in and I know that uh, are going to help people. Um, so as I transitioned into real estate for full time, I quit my job about three years ago. Uh, That was a a happy day so Mm -hmm. I joined the local real estate group here in St. Louis. We happen to have a great group, it's called the Southside Investment Club, which is one of the largest in the country. I think you guys have probably highlighted that already. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's known as SSIC and the guy that started that is a smart young guy named Nick Bauer. So I also work with Nick uh, as a a part-time endeavor to help people just with what we're talking about. So I help people with their planning, Mm -hmm. their business execution, and as a coach and mentor for his Inner Circle Coaching Group which is a local St. Louis uh, uh, really great group. So was, we have like 140 people in the group. So that's an awesome way for us to uh, help people. We also provide them properties. And I focus on landlord deals and how to become a, a landlord and how to get passive income so you can retire like me. So I'm kind of a feature for the local group. And essentially it's a, it's a, good, uh, it's a good way to get started. So the, the passive income, the planning, we'll talk about how I use that and how you guys can use that to, to get your careers supercharged um, that's kind of where where I came from. Sorry for the long intro, but no, It's, it's, great, it's, great. it's, it's relevant to uh, what we're talking about. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks for sharing. So,
0: one thing I do want to mention real quick is you said that you had you had read the Rich Dad Poor Dad book back mm-hmm. in you know early two thousands. Mm-hmm. and w- would you say that 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 book really you know changed uh, <coughs> changed the way you thought about, you know, working for money versus having money work for you. Absolutely.
2: Um, you know, and it's it's so obvious. However, most of the people I know, including most of my relatives and friends, are still trapped in the job. Just above broke. <laughs> so it's seriously, no matter how much you make, you'll find a way to spend it. That's, That's right. how it works. Mm-hmm. So the more you make,
0: the more you more spend. The more you make,
2: the more you spend. Yep. You know, you got the kids are young, so you're building the bigger house. You're getting the boat. They need something to do in the summer. They got to go to private schools. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on, right?
0: You get a bonus. You take a vacation.
2: Yeah, exactly. So yep. the the whole thing is, it's it's not about things. It's about the freedom to enjoy your family, friends, and your passions. Yeah. So it was a really eye opener for me and I was definitely uh, poor dad <laughs> mm. in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad 100 mm-hmm. percent so by getting rid of some of the needless debt and reducing my expenses and which putting is your part money to A. Work. Part B then is making sure you're maximizing that money so whether you're using your own money or other people's money which is even better mm-hmm. so part of what we uh, teach and train on is how to do uh, funding through private or hard money uh, banks are great too I do some private money and hard money loans to the people in the group because uh, we, I saw a need for gap funding, so I call it the Freedom Loan. So I help people get started locally with the Freedom Loan. So there's a lot of good ideas that you can execute. There's just a lot of ways to make money in real estate. So that's part of what we're gonna talk about today. For those of you who are just getting started, being a wholesaler is a great way to get started. I know people that have gotten very wealthy, including some folks that, uh, in, in the room that are make, have made good money just starting as a wholesaler. We have people that have quit their corporate jobs, uh, young guys old guys and they, they you have to have a passion and the right personality to be a wholesaler so that's one of the things I'll stress is if you uh, if you really aren't a people person you can do some wholesale marketing but don't be the guy that maybe gets in front of grandma to close the deal bring in your uh, your uh, you're your more credible person that, that can really uh, warm up to the audience so know yourself as part of the strategy is knowing uh what part of real estate fits your personality, mm-hmm. fits your lifestyle, fits your time that you have mm-hmm. available and fits your skill set. And we'll talk about that in Yeah, more.
0: so you know, Bill, with that being said, how do you go about plan planning for your freedom? You know, what steps do you need to take and Good segment. That means you... I'm running behind, guys. They want no, me to keep No, no, not here. at all. <laughs> I just I just want our you know, our viewers and our listeners to know that, you know, planning is is very important and you have to be able to you know plan in order to reach your goals mm-hmm. so what would how would you what would you recommend to you know somebody that's wanting to get into real estate or even somebody that's in real estate that doesn't really have a good plan how would they implement how would they start what what steps should they take that's a good that's a good segue so it is really all about
2: uh, two things planning and execution what I've found in, in work in the world most people either plan but don't do anything, and they'll do. But they got a very detailed plan, mm-hmm. and I—I I was probably one of those guys at some point, getting through corporate world. Hey, guys, look at my great plan. Put it in the desk till next year. That doesn't help you. If you have a plan, you can put into action or execution. Then you got something. And mm-hmm. I use a methodology that I was taught by my uh, one of my mentors, uh, early software guy. Actually, one of my best friends. But there's a there's a methodology for planning called GOSPA, but not gospel, although. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the gospel, mm-hmm. but the, the gospel stands for goals, objectives, strategies, priorities, and activities. So think of it as a waterfall effect. You want to start with your vision in mind, of course, and then you want to have some tangible numbers in terms of what are your objectives. If it's not measurable, you can't uh, if you can't measure it, you can't uh, measure success. Mm-hmm. So your objectives objectives should be measurable, three to five, not not a hundred. And then what I think is really fun is the strategy section, which is the S of GASPA. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about some real estate strategies here. I got a few slides to help people on the sure. video. But what's cool is with your strategies, you can start off as a wholesaler, move into a landlord role. You can start as a bank or a funder if you got a bunch of money but no time. Then you can make a nice return on your money that way. Mm-hmm. You can start as a flipper if you're creative type or you're handy and you want to fix stuff. Uh, I enjoyed passive income, and I'm known as Mr. Uh, Mr. Landlord. Not. Not uh, technically, because Mr. Landlord is actually a very popular name for uh, a national program. But the <laughs> He's locally, I've known as the passive income guy, how's that? You're a local Mr. Landlord. So my Mr. story Mr. about freedom really revo- revolves around... Jeffrey Taylor, if you're I'm listening. <laughs> that's <is laughs> all you, Mr. Landlord. We love you, Jeffrey. Yeah. I've seen your, your, absolutely. Uh, your presentation. Absolutely. Well, been on the cruises. Exactly. What's <laughs> exciting really is, though, the, the strategy for how to get uh, to your goals. If your goals, you know, 5000 a month, 2000 a month. 20,000 a month, or we have very big goals here. Mm-hmm. By the way, we use the GOSPA methodology on steroids here at mm-hmm. this company. So it will work. So the, the whole idea is getting the plan and essentially get to a freedom number
0: and freedom date. And that's, So can you recap really quick again, what does GASPA stand for? It's yeah. G-O-S-P-A, yeah, right and, so, and it stands for what again?
2: So it stands for, and I just put up the slide for those on the on mm-hmm. the uh, radio. So the GOSPA process is really a waterfall effect. It stands for G is for goals, that's your why. It's not like I wanna make a million dollars. The G and your goals is I really wanna have time for my family, I wanna travel. You have to ask yourself why three or four times and then
0: you'll get to your why. That's a really good point. Mike mentioned that in an earlier episode mm-hmm. about, yeah. about asking yourself why several times because you know your first why may be real broad and then you ask it again and then it narrows it down and by the third or fourth <clears> or even <throat> fifth time, you know, it usually gets down to something really specific like providing for your family or well, being you, happy. Well, I'll or, give you my real
2: gospel. My, when, I, when I was uh, stressed out about getting fired from my job at IBM at the time in 2008, mm-hmm. some of you older guys remember 2008, the big crash of the market. Well I, uh, I was ending my software career, and I was selling software at IBM pretty grueling situation and then the stock market went down forty five percent at least my portfolio went down forty five percent so I was really scrambling getting ready to either be terminated or move on to another company so I was really nervous about how am I going to get to my freedom date and my freedom number I didn't have a plan at that time and that's what makes you really nervous Mm. so once I sat down on paper did the plan I was able to see wait a minute there is a way out of this thing So uh, you know the 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 goal for me was hey I want to make It wasn't so much I want to make 10 or 20,000 a month or get to a million dollars. When I asked myself why three or four times, my real why was, I didn't want to go bankrupt or go broke like some folks in my family had done. Right. So that was, I was this kind of fearful, uh, unreasonably fearful about going broke. So that was really what was always, has always driven me is fear of failure. Mm -hmm. But that's very powerful motivation. So that got my goal set. I set my objectives, which is how am I gonna replace my 10,000 a month salary and my commission bonuses. And so I went ahead and set my goals, uh, which were to quit my job in a certain amount of time, and then also get to the, uh, the, the state that I wouldn't have to keep the job that I didn't like within three years. Mm-hmm. So I started buying and selling stuff at a more rapid pace. I also joined the local group, as I said earlier. I hooked up with the Southside Group. I joined the Inner Circle, which was a local mentoring and coaching group. So that group is our local RIA here in St. Louis. And they're, all, they're awesome. So there's mm-hmm. a, you know, I actually became a coach and mentor for that group. When Nick Bauer and the guys saw what I had done for my planning for myself, they said that would be a great tool or feature for the inner circle. So we actually do some of the planning for the new investors. So anyway, goals is G, objectives is O, and objectives are I want to make $10,000 a month. I need to make $600 per door per month. I need 10 homes times mm-hmm. 6. I need to make 6000 a month by having 10 rentals that will each make five or $600. Uh, income. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it might also be I need to get my debt down to less than three thousand. So pick three to five tangible numbers that are critical to your success. I need to get fifty thousand saved. For those of you who have jobs, uh, might be a good idea to get six months savings started before you quit your job. Yeah. Um, and don't, and you got to be proactive. Don't wait till it's too late. So by learning about what 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 these guys can teach you, and what others can teach you in real estate, if you're proactive. You can be an independent successful millionaire quite literally using real estate by the way 97% I believe I've seen the quote of all millionaires have heavy real estate investment holdings it's true Uh, true. so there's a reason for that so Mm -hmm. anyway objectives strategy we're gonna spend time on is the S and then plans and priorities and activities now this is not your daily 50 things to do list that's not what I'm talking about what I'm talking about is Everything that relates to how you're going to get to your objectives for the year, break down into what are you going to do for the quarter and for the month. It's really about what are the key activities or priorities you have to physically do or or take action on in the next 30 days or at least by the quarter. Another word for that in our company is rocks. So mm-hmm. we each have three to five rocks, and by the way, you guys are behind on your rocks this quarter.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we each have three to five rocks that we absolutely have to get done. So you got to get your rocks in order uh, based on where you're at in your, in your cycle. Maybe your rocks are just strictly go to a real estate meeting and see what the hell is going on. Maybe it's think about how, how much money I need to, to, I need to get a budget. So get mm-hmm. some basic information. Whatever your rocks are, get them on paper. Those are your... Uh, priorities for the quarter or activities mm-hmm. the for the quarter. The
0: rocks are just shorter-term priorities. Absolutely. For
2: the but they've got to be real, and they've got to relate to your objectives. So mm-hmm. ask yourself this. How much time do you waste a day by doing things that don't relate to your objectives and your sure, goals? Absolutely. If you're doing those, why are you doing them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't do them. You know, take the calls and do things that are going to relate t- to your objectives and strategies, mm-hmm. which is the waterfall effect of the gospel plan. So <clears throat> that kind of gets into the, <coughs> the, the belief system, not to get too... Um, Motivational, but if you have a solid plan that you can put into bite-sized pieces, you start with a plan. You're not really going to believe the plan unless you see a little bit of action, success. If you got me, mm-hmm. so let's say the simple process is: you want to meet with an accountant, you want to meet with a, an expert that can show you how to get started. Wow, I did that. It worked. Now I'm I've got a lead or whatever. You start with, you start with the small successes, and all of a sudden, guess what? Your belief grows, your actions grow, your courage grows pretty soon you're like holy holy cow I'm actually doing the plan and that's how I did it for myself It's how I did it for uh, corporate startups went from zero dollars to a billion dollars it starts with a small plan a whiteboard and some vision and some uh, ability uh, some some confidence and some mentors and coaches to help you make it happen Mm -hmm. same thing with real estate so start with that and you'll get you'll build your confidence you'll have a plan that makes sense and then you get into your strategies Uh, And this is why you need a mentor or coach in the real estate investing business. What I didn't realize, which was just still blows my mind, there's Mm -hmm. so many ways to make money in real estate today, it's crazy. So this doesn't cover everything, but I'll just, I have a little cheat sheet in front of me on the slide. So really, your focus and your uh, income streams, as I'll call them, there's at least nine ways, probably more like 20 ways to make money in real estate. You can start with just doing uh, what I call bird dog work. Helping wholesalers that are in your area uh, fine deals. That could be driving a car, could be putting up signs, mm-hmm. and quite frankly there's nothing wrong with that. We've all done it. And by the way, some of the uh, more successful and uh, uh, wealthy wholesalers starting out as one-man uh, teams doing that, putting up signs, taking phone calls, getting leads, mm-hmm. either closing the deals themselves or, go, or giving getting a, a, a more experienced wholesaler to go with you to, to go see grandma Absolutely. and close those deals. You still make the money.
0: And on this topic, you know, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to bird dog just for wholesalers. You yeah. could bird dog for mm-hmm. the rehabber themselves that are also out looking to buy properties. Mm-hmm. You could even bird dog for a real estate agent looking to pick up a listing. Mm-hmm. If you know somebody that's looking to sell their home and you know an agent that, you know, is in the business of listing properties, I'm sure they'd be happy to, you know, Compensate you for making that connection. So, bird dogging isn't uh, isn't so narrow. That alone has got you know three, four, five different ways in which Absolutely. you can make money in real estate.
2: So it's all about if you're motivated. I guarantee you, you can make money. Uh, you can you can learn the skill, whether it's the bird dog or wholesaling. And and again, you guys know the basics. But wholesaling is nothing more than um, uh, finding properties that are below market, buy low, sell high. Essentially, we're almost like commodity traders, right? Think of the stock market. You buy low, you sell high the same day. In the case of the good wholesalers, essentially you just flip the contract, right? Which is what we try to do. You don't need a lot of money for that. If you got a good deal, you can flip that contract and make money all day long. Now, some people like myself, wholesaling is a lot of work. It takes a lot of a lot of ambition, you can do it. But for me, I would rather spend my time and effort, now I had a little uh, cash to start with and I had a, mm-hmm. a little bit of equity, so I could go right into being a landlord or starting as a rehabber. So for me, my, my gospel was, or my original strategy was, get to know the local wholesalers. Guess who my partners are? All wholesalers, right? <laughs> so as a landlord and as a rehabber, the wholesalers are my best friends. Uh, I start becoming re- repeat clients. I start getting uh, some discounts, hopefully. Um, You know, and that's why you work with the 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 old school uh, wholesale companies, the Ugly House Guys, and all those folks. However, um, you know, if you want to get to be the landlord and be the rehabber, you got to get the deal. So you get them from the wholesalers, or you find them direct. The closer you get to Grandma, the better the price, right? So uh, you can be a rehabber, which is the fix and flip, like the TV shows. I can assure you, it's not quite as easy as the TV shows. Mm. But I've done I've done I've done 40 or 50 flips. That's not my primary. uh, passion but I do three or four of those a year at least when I started to take place of my commissions. Remember we talked about my Gaspa? Of course. So I use my rentals to pay my bills and I needed about ten thousand a month in income to pay my basic bills. Uh, I don't know budget never seems to go below that with the college right? kids and so forth. But and the other thing was my bonuses and commissions I use the flips for those. Also helps to do a few flips to pay those taxes at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So have a strategy that makes sense for the way you live and then either you know do some rehabs, do some landlords. Uh, essentially, my, my program was pretty simple. I was gonna buy two or three rentals per year, make about $900 to 1,000 each uh, per rental cash purchases, so I was buying as low as possible. I learned that from my local REA that I didn't have to buy $80,000 rentals, which I was doing when I first sold my big house. So I can make eight 900 a month net profit on a $30,000 house. I didn't need to tie up 80,000 to make a 1,000. If that makes sense. Oh, so yeah. essentially, I had, three, I had three high-priced high rentals. Once I did my plan, I sold my three expensive ones and bought ten cheap ones.
1: That Ooh. makes sense to people here in the Midwest. That may sound a little crazy if <laughs> you're on the just, coast. Just yeah. going to mention that. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we don't want to clog up the market here. There's <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Well, with, there, with that being, there's being said, no deals though, St. Louis yeah, fellas. He, he meant uh, three hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but with that being said, you know, if you yeah. are on a coast yeah. or in a market that you aren't able to buy a home for you know 40,000, that will pay, you know, have tenants paying eight, nine hundred, maybe even a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in the wholesale business, and we would be more than happy to help you find those deals. So, you know, check us out at discountpropertyinvestor.com, There is tons of deals on there. Put where us on you your can invest in our market and yeah. get the same returns that we're making. Put us on
2: your plan, and we can we can help you get deals in our market. That's what, and we do we do have a lot of out of town national buyers in our markets, so we know. So anyway, again, there's lots of ways to make money. You can flip. You can be the landlord, which I think is best for me. Passive money is some of the easiest money I've ever made. You can graduate into commercial properties, which would be four-family or more. Uh, we, for example, on our plan, we want to do. We want to get to 50 to 100-unit apartment complexes. A lot of people like to get even get even in get into the trailer parks. Believe it or not, that's also a very high-profit business. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways to get into multiple units without buying single-family homes. Um, You can get into retail, of course, if you have that passion. Getting your license, there's pros and cons. We won't cover that today. Property management, again, um, there is some property management issues or at least requirements to be a landlord. So for me, property management, I do a little bit myself, but I outsource a lot of the stuff I don't want to do. I like to close my own tenant. I like to make sure I choose the right tenant, even though I may have other people screen those tenants. And I also may have my own handyman, because I don't like the markups that I get from the property management folks. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways to use property management. Depends on your time and your uh, interest in that area. And then finally, um, private money funding on joint ventures, and I do a little bit of that. So as you build wealth or you have access to wealth, maybe someone in your family has a lot of money just sitting around, that's another way to get into deals where you can be the funding person and then someone else provides the expertise to fix and
0: flip. Or the other way around. You may have the expertise to fix and flip and you find somebody else that has Mm -hmm. money, you partner with them and Mm -hmm. depending on how you guys work out a split, everybody wins. Absolutely. So
2: think about what is your personality type. Quite frankly, uh, everybody watches the TV shows and the flip shows and if you go to the weekend seminars, nothing against the national seminars, but some of those folks, Uh, really simplify the wholesale process and frankly it's like any sales professional if you're gonna be a good wholesaler slash I'm gonna buy and convince someone to sell the house to you you gotta be credible you have to have a a good way of communicating you have to be fearless and also you have to have a good buyers list when you get properties so that's not for everybody and it's not to say that you can't do it but understand what's your passion what's your personality type how much time do you have to, to devote to it how much cash it's hard to be a, a full-time wholesaler without investing some money in marketing and, and quite a bit of time and attention, just like any other business, right guys? So think about what your state in life is, your age, your income needs, and, and then there's definitely ways we can help you, your local real estate or your business planning folks can help you get into the right part of real estate that's going to meet your goals. Obviously the wholesale and the uh, bird dog referrals and all the mentoring, and all the things you can that you need to do to get started are going to be in, in training modules, either from your local folks, or what, we'll, what po- folks like us will be providing mm-hmm. in, ter- in terms of podcasts. So that's kind of the, my story. We talked about where I started. the golden, uh, We call it the golden handcuffs. You know, once you get into corporate with golden handcuffs and a bunch of kids, it's really hard to quit. So that's why it's even more important to have a plan to get you out of that uh, rat race. And, you know, obviously there's a happy story on my gospel plan, or I wouldn't be here talking about it. But um, I did have a very serious plan, like I said in 2008. Um, I was sitting in a pretty, pretty bad spot in, in terms of my head, my mind. Um, I did not have good job security. I just lost, as I said, almost half my money in the stock market. Um, was working 60 hours a week to pay off stuff, <laughs> right? Uh, I was only a part-time investor at that time. I didn't really have an exit strategy. I didn't have anywhere near enough passive income to survive so guess what my my savings would have been gone in about five to eight years by my calculations unless I took some serious uh, actions so motivation was compelling event do something or risk uh, losing all your all your assets in your house mm-hmm. and so I, I formed an LLC and I had a meeting with my power team at the time I kind of laughed because my power team in 2008 was not so powerful <laughs> but it was it was nothing against my my team it was my my nephew was my contractor I had a couple agents helping me Had mm-hmm. a cousin who was a rehabber and i had a, a a few other folks and
0: but what's important is you had a team even I though they weren't yep you know looking back the power team that you now have mm-hmm. sitting next to you Yep. thanks to me and mike here mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> but uh you know you at least had a team you had put together a plan, and you were executing that plan. And one thing Lord. I do want to mention too, Bill, is mm-hmm. you said that your income um, would have only lasted you, you know, five to eight years, roughly, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. And you know, I think the average person probably doesn't have between one and two years of income. Yeah, to, saved, to, up. yeah. saved up, yeah, to, saved up to last us. them. So you were actually sitting, you know, pretty decent however you were worried about it you were stressed about that in in my brain it was all about
2: it's all about you know it's all about uh uh your your own emotions or your own absolutely state of mind And, and again that was part of my gospel was uh i was really concerned about uh having to deal with bankruptcy issues and so forth so because of that um driving issue i took some pretty radical actions my my family a lot of my friends thought i was crazy but i actually quit a very, very high paying job, probably a dream job. I won't mention the company, but it was a high flying Mm -hmm. technology company. People would have killed to have have the job that I uh, retired from or quit from uh, three years ago. But I'm so much happier now. I'm working, probably, my wife says, I thought we were retired. I said, no, we're just switching to uh, things we like to do. So I'm probably working more hours, but it's more fun. It doesn't feel like like work. Like this is not work for me, this is fun. I'm talking about things that will help people. The serious thing is have your plan, I knew that I had to get my uh, my costs down. I knew I had to get my average cost per house much lower from what I was learning from my local real estate group. At the time, I had my plan set in 2008. I actually had my team come into my corporate office. My boss was out of town that week. <laughs> we actually used the boardroom, and I went through this plan that, that I just spoke of, and it worked. So, you know, I got my my I got my team motivated, so they could see I was serious. So I was able to get <coughs> my uh, my wholesalers excited. Hey, this guy's going to be a real client so I was getting better deals (coughs) at the time I hadn't done any flips so I got better flip deals started doing some flips to take the place of my uh, uh, my commissions and I used the rentals to get to 10,000 a month as I said earlier about 10 rentals for me on the low end paid with cash generated about 10,000 gross income per month I actually got to 15 rentals quite frankly so I was able to execute get the plan going what's important is your source of funding too I'm also pretty good with money uh, planning um, so I was able to take a few assets such as downsizing my house, use that money and some lines of credit and bank money to fund my entire business and since then I haven't looked back um, my metrics were pretty good as I talked about. so my plan was by my plan was written in uh, end of 2000 well middle of 2009 the crash ended crash happened at the end of 2008. Mm-hmm. so it took me six months to come over the shell shocking. but sure. well, I, I built a plan in 2009. Start executing in 2010, and my my exit strategy was to be out of there by 2015, end of 2014. So uh, the results were I actually quit my job in December of 2013, so going on three years. Yeah. Haven't looked back. Haven't had to touch savings, so that's good. And I was able to get uh, uh, my initial plan. I was going to get 10 rentals and making $800 a month. I actually got to 17 rentals, uh, averaging $875 gross a month no mortgages, good tenants, no evictions. Those are all key metrics. Remember, metrics are important. These were my objectives I met. My average cost before my plan was around 70,000. Actually, it was more like 80,000. My original target plan was 70. Get this, when I, when I started hooking up with wholesalers and learning what I could do, I got outside, outside my comfort zone. I was buying full, full, all-in homes at 38,000 with no bank loans. So that was a game changer for me the average value I was trying to pick up between 20 and 30 thousand equity per house, which I did. So by picking up all those homes for cash, I picked up somewhere around 70k each, almost a million dollars worth of equity, because I was buying low and then improving the equity by uh, uh, improving the property. Mm-hmm. So I was actually getting 13 thousand a month income at one point, plus doing three flips a year. On my flips, remember metrics, guys. My metrics were 30 thousand profit per flip, you can also do it by percentage of the cash invested, but have a number that you're shooting for. And I was able to average uh, uh, well over 30,000 profit per flip, uh, excuse me, in 2012 and 13 I got carried away. I did six flips in 2013. I would not recommend that. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I still stick, stick to my rental money that pays the bills mm-hmm. and, uh, and I got a great crew. I got a great network. I actually became a coach and mentor. Excuse me. In uh, in uh, 2014, uh, full-time investor at the same time. So I was all in. I would recommend you guys get a plan, start at whatever uh, pace you're comfortable at. You know, build a little cushion. That helps a little bit if you can. And essentially get started because essentially, you know, think about it. What do you got to lose, right? Uh, didn't Donald Trump say that? <laughs> I'm sure. In the election. <laughs> not, to, I'm not getting into politics, folks. But what do you got to lose as it relates to changing your life? Uh, action is going to be based on your uh, belief system, a plan, and your team. So you know what's funny? It boils down to five excuses. I'll call them excuses. So if you you know, so Bill, if everybody's doing it, like my brother says, well, why you did it, but it won't work for me? Why isn't everybody doing it? And I said, well, everybody I know is doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're just hanging with the wrong crowd. <laughs> you
2: <just laughs> changed your whole. Uh... So so it's usually well, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have the knowledge, <clears throat> I can't swing a hammer, which I definitely can't do any of that. Um, it's but it's really they're too fearful. Like, what if something goes wrong? What if it doesn't work? What if? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, how do I get started? It's too overwhelming, right? There's, there's really those five excuses. So if you look at do nothing, you know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> do nothing, you're not going to change your, your, uh, your situation. But I can tell you this: with real estate, it's real, it's tangible. There's millions of us making millions of dollars, and it, it, it starts with a local plan and a local uh, uh, team that you can build with our help or with other people's help in your local coaching and real estate groups mm-hmm. to eliminate those excuses and. Um, it's really, uh, for those of you who can see the screen, a lot of it has to do with some of the old, like, who do you hang out with, right? So if you hang out with uh, what I'll call watchers, people that watch but never do anything, maybe they just criticize, the naysayers or the negative Nellies, or do you hang out with doers? Like, I hang out with doers. You guys are doers? We're, mm-hmm. we're, everybody's p- focused on positive, making results and having fun, and we don't worry about uh, what might go wrong. You know, uh, one of our partners is, we call him Ray the Rhino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Ray the Rhino if you watch, if you haven't seen his podcast maybe watch that one on some motivation but Ray doesn't let anything slow him down uh, he just charges ahead so great example um, uh, and it also is great to have people that have uh, your common interests so start going to the local groups um, and you guys see how that works but essentially Steve Harvey said it best people you shoot you choose to associate with determine a lot about whether you're going where you're going in life and you guys know that's true from high school, college. I was hanging around with maybe the wrong kids in mm. high school. will get back into me that. Me and moment. you both, man. <laughs> but real estate was able to get me out of that that's crazy right. world. That's right. So anyway, guys, that's it. I just want to give you guys a little bit of motivation. And uh, uh, I believe that uh, you guys uh, out there in, in Podland, uh take the first step. Uh, we're here to help you in terms of uh, national training. Mm-hmm. And then your local groups can help you as well. Thanks for listening. I'll, I'll close with a... A good quote from tony robbins i'm not sure tony actually coined this but he's 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 taking credit for it if you do what you've always done you'll get what you've always gotten and uh, take that to heart folks best of luck uh we hope you guys succeed and get started today yeah thanks awesome. for having so to true. yeah so
0: bill true. thanks for sharing all that that was great we i i know i've gotten a lot out of uh mm. the gospel and you know setting goals and putting together a strategic plan to reach those goals mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite quotes is a um, a goal without a plan is a dream yeah and it's so true it's so simple and it's so true but not having a, a, a solid plan um, you know for goals that you set is just dreaming you know you have to plan so I would say start you know <laughs> set some goals but set goals that are achievable and then you got to put together that plan folks you have to have a good plan um, and don't just write it down on a piece of paper and throw it in a drawer you know write it on your mirror in your bathroom or post it up in your home in your Absolutely. bedroom or put it on your phone put it on your phone my goal is on my phone and i show everybody they think i'm obnoxious and annoying probably <laughs> but i make my goal clear to the world you know and i see it every day and uh you know my cousin he writes his goals in his bathroom with a Sharpie on his mirror. So every morning when he's brushing his teeth, you know, it's, it's funny when I go to his house because I'm always giving him a hard time, but it's so true. He, I go over there and I see these goals written on his mirror and it's like he looks at them twice a day when he's in the bathroom in the morning brushing his teeth and, you know, same thing on his, on his way to bed. And, you know, just putting those in front of you often is a great way to constantly keep reminding you of what you want to achieve and then again, you know, having a plan you know, to achieve that. So. I'll, close, I'll
2: close with one more. So uh, my, my boss told me this about 10 years ago. I just thought of this and it's so true. So we talk about plans. There's only two types of people. You either have the plan or you're on somebody else's plan. So true. It is. It is. It's That's so very true. And so it's much more enjoyable when you're writing the plan. It's, yeah.
0: it's much more enjoyable when you're writing the plan. You know, you're, you're in control. But like you said, Bill, you you're either are the one writing it, or you're, or you're working towards somebody else to make on, them rich, and you're, you're boxing someone. Achieve wrong. their goals.
2: It's not a bad thing to get started. But again, if you have the entrepreneurial spirit and you have the uh, vision. Uh, I would say go for it.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, it really depends on what you guys want to do. Um, so I think our, our overall action item for everyone this week would be uh, to come up with a plan. I mean, again, get started, but uh, make sure you, you have direction in where you're headed. Uh, so have a plan. Have, have where you want to go in mind. Uh, to get started in wholesaling, we'd encourage you guys to go visit the freewholesalecourse.com. I've uh, got a lot of great content on there. Pretty much everything you need to know uh, to get started in wholesaling. Uh, if uh, you're interested in looking for properties, uh, some discount properties we mentioned we have here in St. Louis, visit discountpropertyinvestor.com. Uh, and uh, next week we're actually going to have our next, uh, our other business partner Ray. He's going to go in depth with, uh, uh, with Rhino some, Ray. Rhino Ray, that's right. He's coming up. Well, uh, who knows? One of these days it might, uh, they might coax me back to do a little more detail. <laughs> <on that. laughs> He'll that's be right. back. So Let's we've see. got a, uh, we've we've hit on a ton of quotes. This one we're going to end with one more. Uh, <laughs> failing to plan is planning to fail. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh,
0: okay. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.